Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save fifty percent on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power twenty twenty three award information, visit jdpower dot com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber dot com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Savvy Business Life Unscripted with your host Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Ali Stone. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I am so grateful to have you here this wonderful evening. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's it's fall here, so it's getting a little cold, but you know, I'm staying warm, staying inside. <laughs> Excited to have a conversation with you too. So you're you're in Alberta, right? Alberta, Canada. I'm in Alberta, yeah. So it gets cold and snowy quickly here. <laughs> yeah. Unlike what's happening here in South Texas, where it is still steamy hot, about 90 during the day. So oh, sounds so nice. <laughs> I've strongly considered coming to Texas this winter, so I might come down and, and connect Ooh, with you. So that would we'll be see. so awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm so grateful to have you here today because we're going to talk about fostering creativity in leadership. We've had a bunch of guests this week hitting on the topic of leadership from different angles, but it's so, so important as we just chatted about just briefly before we hit the go button, how often in many places in the world, leadership is is not doing that well. Uh, people could really use a lot more wisdom in that area, but we're going to hit on it from the perspective of creativity, which is great. Like how can that help a leader be a better leader by adding creativity to the mix? Um, but before we go there, just share with our audience just a teeny bit about your backstory and where you came from. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I have 17 years uh, experience in hospitality in a multi-unit restaurant franchise here in Western Canada. Um, I spent about seven years of that time running a, a single unit and then about 10 years as a director of culture and leadership development. So uh, quite a well-rounded career, uh, started leading, you know, a smaller individual, individual team in a store level and then leading an entire organization of 12 units and uh, senior leadership teams. So I went through a lot of <laughs> progression and development in my career um, and just working with people. And I just really recognized during that time, the importance of 
um, this idea of like focusing on our people uh, from a leadership perspective and how that can really affect the success of your business. And so that's a big focus of where I put my work and working with other leaders these days and um, through my company, The Inspired Leader. So yeah. And you know, it's interesting. I think often, and because we've had a, many businesses over the years on Savvy, and often I think the focus is focusing on external customer, customer care. And often what gets put on the side burner is that internal care of our our people who are taking care of our customers, the internal mm-hmm. kind of customer care. And that and that's such an important aspect that often gets overlooked. Yeah. yeah and I always say it's like, it's so important that we start to think about how we can bring humanity back to business. Cause I think somewhere along the way we lost connection with what it's all about. And if you started a business only to make money, you're not going to be fulfilled in your life. Right. And so most of us generally did not just start a business to make money. We started it because we were passionate about it. We loved something. Right. And so when we connect with those things and figure out how to connect with people in, in that business and in, in the doing of the business, I just think everything shifts. It changes. We have so much more purpose. Our our time at work is so much more fulfilling. So I just love having the opportunity to connect to that. That's awesome. And what are some ways that leaders can creatively hit or foster creativity in their business? How can they begin to look at it differently than maybe they have in the past? I think from talking to business owners, they often see leadership is I come in, I make no mistakes, but I tell people what to do and, you know, bossy, bossy. Um, But leadership isn't just telling people what to do. It's greater than that. Mm -hmm. It's so much more than that. And I mean, we could go so many ways, but we're going to talk about creativity today. And the first thing I would just say about leaders fostering creativity is to first embrace creativity within yourself. If you want to foster creativity within your team, I will say it's creative creativity and innovation. So if you want to foster that within your team or your organization, you first need to know that you are inherently creative. And I believe that every human being is actually inherently creative. The unfortunate part is that at some point in our life, somebody says something to us or something happens, right? And then we're like, oh, I can't do this. I'm not creative. Yeah. And how each and every one of us is creative is unique to us as an individual. And that's what makes it really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I always encourage leaders to find out what's uniquely creative about them. What is it inside of them that they can bring to their business that would help foster this culture of creativity? And how can they lean into that so that it ignites that passion within them? You know, some people write, sorry, go ahead. No, when I hear you say creativity, I think a lot of people see creativity is, you know, they draw or you dance or you sing and, and creativity is so much more different than that. I have a friend who's super witty. Um, she might not be a good drawer or, you know, artist per se, visually or, or plays an instrument, but she's super witty and very, very like sharp with her tongue. And yeah. And that's an awesome skill. You could use that to bring your team together and jive together. And and it could be a great skill that you can actually bring people together with. Um, But just seeing where your creativity is, it might not be artistic, but you could still have your own flavor of creativity. For sure. And even with technical things, some people are super creative in data entry or IT or financial, financially savvy, and they can bring amazing creativity and innovation to the table. The key is to lean into it and to say, yeah, this is my skill, right? Yeah. And to start to bring that forward. 
So is that kind of LA maybe getting in touch with what your strengths are perhaps? I, th I think so. I think there's probably something a little bit deeper to that too. I think there's, um, it's part of our, just like our inherent ability as to who we are. Right. Yeah. And so skills can be developed. Our creativity, absolutely muscle can be developed, but I, I do believe we all uniquely have something inside of us that, that is just, it's creative yeah. <laughs> and that we were born to bring it to the world. And so when we can uncover and earth what that is, and I do a lot of work with leaders around that, and it's probably a lot more than to get into today, but yeah. there are processes and ways to dive into that and try to figure out what that is for, for each of us. And it's a really fun, really fun, exciting process to do too. So it sounds like it, uh, you know, many years ago, before I started my financial consulting biz, I was at home and my mentor said, get in touch with what are your passions? What do you enjoy doing? What would you do if you, you know, weren't getting paid, but you would just do it. I don't know. I was just like, drink coffee and talk to friends. And so, but I don't know if I can pay for that. I mean, sort of now I can, uh, but it was funny. Cause I was just looking around like, what? And so I started to say to my friends and family, what do you see is something that's a gift of mine, a talent of mine that maybe, you know, help me get in touch with maybe I'm not paying attention. I think that's biggest, the biggest problem, Allie, is that people are so close to their talent or their creativity that they can't see it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I also think, uh, like I said, at some point we stop engaging in it. So I always encourage leaders to go out and just like, just go have fun, try some things, do some new things, try things you would have never tried before and see how it feels for you. Right. And you know, energetically when you're aligned and, you know, you might have a couple create creative talents that you can tap into, but you'll never know if you don't go out and just kind of have some fun in the world and play with that too. Right. And, yeah. uh, I always say it's more like, it's more like a toy box than a tool The it's more like a toy chest than a toolbox. Right. So if we think yeah. about it as fun and play and leading, obviously we have to get things done as leaders and we run our businesses, but if we think about it in a more, um, carefree, fun type of attitude, we're much more likely to tap into those innate abilities um, that we can bring to the table. So yeah. you know, it's interesting many years ago, and I thought this was odd. I was in a group class in gym and the teacher said, have fun. This is supposed to be play. <laughs> and I'm like, play, this is exercise. And now I look back and say, when do we change movement and call it exercise? I got to go exercise. Instead of like when we were kids, we were jumping and skipping and running and we didn't call it work or exercise. We called it fun. We called it play. Yeah. And, and that's I what I'm talking about, that shift, right? That happens to us. So if we can start to shift the way we think and start to maybe expand the lens through which we see mm -hmm. the world, we can maybe start to see what the potential is for us to be creative and how we can start to bring that forth, Right. Mm, that's great. I mean, have, working with people, have you found good exercises for people to get in touch with that? Or would you just say, go out there and do a bunch of new things and figure out what just comes out for you? Hi, everyone. I have a quick announcement. Christina of SavvyBroadcasting.com. As everyone might be aware who listens into the show, my second book just hit the stands this July my crazy roommate and each of the chapters has an illustration of an owl character that captures the essence of each chapter well just before the book signing of my book my crazy roommates i had printed one of the owl characters on bookmarks and they were such a hit that i ended up putting one on a mug 
And friends and family and readers love them so much that we decided to put together a shop with these whimsical owl characters, not only on Etsy, but in our very own website, SavvyBroadcasting.com. So for that and many other wonderful evergreen gifts that we'll continue to put up, as well as characters to come up for our future books, go to SavvyBroadcasting.com or crazynestcreations.etsy.com and get your very own gift today. Well, one of the things I do recommend is what you said. So I do tell people to ask people what their gifts are. (laughs) I think that that's really powerful. I always uh, talk about like energetic alignment. So when you are working um, or even in your life, if you are doing things that are lighting you up, and you're like smiling and time is passing by and you don't even realize these are probably things that are really aligned with your true nature, like who you are authentically. And somewhere in there probably lies your creative outlet, your creative ability. Um, So I I really like doing the energy audit as well, because it also just helps our life (laughs) because if we can live in a place of things that fill us up rather than things that deplete us, it's a much better way to live and lead, right? And so in and amongst that comes all of these other beautiful uh, ripple effects, such as creativity and unearthing those things in it as well. You know, I I love this. And this recalls for me a psychotherapist who had just started a practice and she hated just sitting there talking to her patient. She didn't feel she was being as effective, but their other passion was exercise, movement, walking, whatever. And she said, you know, who says I have to sit in a chair to do therapy? So she started to take her patients out for walks and, and, you know, walking clears the brain, you smell, you get vitamin D and she had so much more progress with her patients taking them for a walk while she would do the therapy that it now became walking psychotherapy is what she does in her practice. And I, I don't doubt that for a moment. I would actually go to her. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the coolest thing ever because, you know, yeah. we, we so much of modern life, no matter what it is, if you have a corporate job or even if you run a business, a lot of our work is digital and mm-hmm. via technology. So we spend more and more time, just like right now, sitting in front of a computer. So if there's ways that you can find creatively, if, if movement and being outdoorsy is one of your creative things that just give you juice. Uh, there, there can be creative ways to bring that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. I, there's just so many ways. <clears throat> yeah. So. so let's say someone listening in said, okay, I know what my juice is. I know what my talent is. Where do I go from here? How do I even implement that to be a better leader for my people? Mm, yeah, that's a really good question <laughs> because I think that often we have, um, we have a role, right? We have a description, we have a way we're supposed to show up yeah. in our, in our jobs. And so that does require some evolution that requires some testing that requires us, um, like putting our toe in the water and seeing how that feels starting to shift the way we lead, yeah. uh, thinking about how we show up with our people. Let's mm. say, let's say, well, we'll just use my example, but my creative talent is facilitating. So I can, I can facilitate and create an emotional shift with people like that. I didn't know that for a long, long time. And so that took me practicing, testing the water, being like, okay, something about this energizes me. I really like it. What does it look like when you do that? Explain Um, the story. Yeah. So one of the big things through my, my years with the hospitality um, company was that I was in charge of leadership development. So I ended up developing 
multiple different kind of uh, workshops and leadership leadership models that I was delivering to people. Very small scales in the beginning. They weren't great, but I was like, something about this, something about this creative process I'm really loving. And the more I did it, the more the process was honed and refined. Mm -hmm. And it's still a super creative process. Like before we got, got on, I'm actually working on one for Friday on navigating change and adversity. And I'm just constantly creating almost until I deliver it because it's such an insanely creative process for me now that I'll wake up in the middle of the night and my brain will be like, oh, you have to put (laughs) that idea in there. Right. And so, um, to me, it's like, it, it's so expansive now, but that's because I've really opened my lens to it. And Mm -hmm. in the beginning it was super tight. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if, you know, if this is me. And so if, if somebody finds that creative talent or something they think they can bring to their organization or to their leadership style, um, there's going to be some imposter syndrome around it. There's going to be some doubts around it. But what I really recommend is just to keep trying, just to keep testing the water, keep moving towards the things that make you feel most alive. Because when you're alive as a leader, your people are alive. When you're not, when you're not feeling that energy, when you're low, they're low. There's no question. Right. So it's all about leading ourselves first. And that in turn helps other people see what's possible for them in their lives. So, you know, Ali, when you said, and I love this, when you said you dip your toe in the water and just try and, and not be scared to just push yourself a little bit, try different things. What I'm getting is, you know, I tried something many, many moons ago. I tried my very first putting on live speaker event, meaning I I had hosted a bunch of speakers who would come out and speak and I was hosting it and blah, blah, blah. I hadn't done something like that. And I was like, I don't know if this is me. But the interesting thing that came about from the several sessions we did is that one of the times we booked a room, they put it together like um, two chairs in front with a little, you know, table and the flowers and two cups, like you know, Oprah show sort of yeah. and a bunch of chairs. And I was like, what's wrong? What's this? No, 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 no. This is all wrong. We're supposed to have a, you know, there's supposed to be a speaker's event. And, but my, my husband said, well, maybe there's something you could do in the future. And that turned into our next big project, which was indeed us doing professionally um, taped um, interviews in front of an audience, which I would have wow. never planned for or expected, but that one thing led to another thing. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? So cool. And so I say this a lot and I talk about this a lot in like my keynotes and stuff, but like life leaves clues. Mm. And if we're open, if we're willing to take those clues in and be like, oh, what could that mean for me? Like, how amazing is that, that that turned into your experience? And I'm sure it was like, there was so much growth, opportunity, learning. It was fun, right? I'm sure it lit you up. So um, right? Like all of that. Absolutely. It's just so beautiful. And if you hadn't been paying attention, you might've been like, oh, just move the chairs, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what your are husband, you doing? Right? It's all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I see, as you can tell, I, I'm energized because I get excited about that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, there's just so much opportunity around us if we're actually paying attention. Right. And what I'm excited about hearing you say this is that now in this age with digital, the way it is and, and technology, the entry point into so many different layers and possibilities is so much easier than it had been maybe 20, 30 years ago, where you probably would need a lot of money if, say, you want to be a photographer and you have to buy all this expensive equipment or whatever it might be. But now, even when we did those live events and had them professionally filmed, buying the equipment compared to what it would have been 20 years ago was massively cheaper. Yeah. Um, 
So it's just the entry point for you to expand as a business owner, as a person and do creative things with your team and your, and your associates and your other leaders is just so broad these days. Yeah. And it, yes, totally agree. And I think what creativity does for us is helps us realize what we're capable of because we're all capable of so much more <laughs> than we often realize. And so when we be, when we lean into creativity, we give ourselves the opportunity to see what's possible. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you have a business and you, you have a whole bunch of employees and they see you step out, as you say, dip your toe in here and expand and grow, you're going to give permission to others around you be like, maybe I can do some of this stuff. Maybe I could expand in my own creative way. And, and, and with that, I think businesses grow that much more expansively when all of your team members are growing as well. This is how it becomes cyclical, right? This Ooh. is how we foster creativity and innovation, but it has to start with us. And once our team members see that they're inspired and everybody's inspired and it's Yay. beautiful. <laughs> this is great. Well, we could go on a lot more. I know we could, but let everyone know where they can find out more about yeah, you, get in contact with you, maybe do one of your events. How could they do that? Yeah, sounds good. Um, So I, uh, the best way to contact me is probably on LinkedIn. You could just look up Allie Stone and you can find me there. Or you can follow along on Instagram. I have Allie Stone and the Inspired Leader running. So I'm pretty active on there, sharing a lot of tips and things like this all the time. Um, and yeah, and so events are all over the place. And I'm up in Canada, so a bit of a different market. Um, but yeah, I'm doing different keynotes and conferences and things like that. So if you follow along, you'll be able to see where I'm at and uh, connect with me. I'd love to. Love Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Love to chat. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I thank you so much, Ali. It's a truly inspirational chat. I'm hoping we expand any of our leaders listening in, business owners, to think broader, bigger, because not only can you grow, but so can your entire company and all of your team members. Thank you so much for coming today to share your great wisdom on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much for having me. Looking for a hilarious read? Well, check out my latest book, My Crazy Roommates. The names have been changed to protect the deranged. Step into the wild and unpredictable world of young adulthood in the heart of New York City. Brace yourself for a roller coaster ride through the trials, tribulations, and hilarious moments of shared living spaces with a colorful cast of characters. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to laugh, cringe, and maybe shed a tear as you delve into the pages of My Crazy Roommates. So get your copy today, available at Amazon.com.